And now, it's 10K Saturday with Alison and Lulu. Hey everyone, and welcome to 10K Saturday. I am so excited. We have our leading player of Pippin. I've interviewed everyone, and now I've saved the best for last. <laughs> we have Kelly Rianne here. Hello, Hi. Kelly. Hi, everyone. Remember, we always air our regular episodes Wednesday, but on Saturdays we have these special bonus episodes where we interview real people, and we get their real answers. So, Kelly, first of all, tell us a little bit about yourself. I, for one, I'm so happy to be here. Thank this is you. Such a cool thing. I was listening to your podcast, and it's just so funny and so amazing. Allison is just wonderful. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I'm a performer. I work as frequently as I can. Yes. I'm happy doing it. You know, the struggle is absolutely real. Oh, yes. But I wouldn't have it any other way, you know? Yeah. And where can everyone follow you? Oh, if you go to Instagram, you can Kelly, K-E-L-L-I-E, honey, H-U-N-N-Y. Hey. hey. I love that. All right. So without further ado... We're going to start with our, what we call the 10K5. It's the five questions we ask to our guest each Saturday. The first one being, what is your current obsession? <laughs> I thought about this, and at first I didn't want to say it, but then I was like, you know what? You have to be honest. And yes. for me, right now, I am super obsessed with true crime documentaries. Oh. I'm super into them. And I mean, granted, the world is just such a terrible and tumultuous place right about yeah. now in a lot of areas, but I feel like these stories are just insane. Like, some of these stories are just like... So completely, absolutely insane. And they're not all, like, I mean, the worst of the worst people. Like, I have watched a documentary about a guy who pretended that he was, he was, like, this wine, is it sommelier? Is that how you oh, say yeah, it? Oh, yeah, sommelier, yeah. Sommelier, something like that. Sommelier. Sommelier. And he would sell this, I mean, ridiculously expensive wine, but it was all watered down and cheap and fake. <gasps> and he was fooling all of these connoisseurs of wine and selling it, putting this label on it and whatever. And it was like, that was a true crime documentary about it, a guy who made millions of dollars tricking these people into thinking that this really inexpensive watered down wine was like really you know what I mean that's crazy so, there's a whole bunch of different crime documentaries spanning like all different types of things and it's just so interesting to see how far people will go the things that they'll do for money yeah. the things that they'll do because of you know things that have happened to them in their childhood or like whatever I mean the list goes on and on like um mommy dead and dearest oh that yeah. one's a really popular one right about now on HBO about this mother who like forced her daughter to believe that she had all of these crazy illnesses, yeah. and the daughter like went along with it. And she didn't That's know any that better. Show to the act, mm-hmm. and I watched just that like too, which that. was incredible. The acting was wow. incredible, but it's like you just—it almost makes you appreciate what you've got going on so much more when you see like how some other people live and like with their families. Like a lot of times in these documentaries, you see that the family isn't always right, or like the way they were brought up wasn't always right, and so yeah. you see kind of why people do what they do, what led them to those decisions. And I just think it's really interesting. It's a fascinating study on, like, humans. I like to know, like, the psyche of people. And a lot of times in these documentaries, we we go into it and we feel or we see why they do what they do or what drove them to that purpose, which kind of helps me to not make the same decisions. Or even in parenting, you know. You look at Mommy Dead and Dearest, and you're like, what I'm never going to do is that to my (laughs) child. (laughs) And, I mean, you're, like, one of the most amazing parents I've ever met. She's so amazing. Yeah, that's crazy. Because when you said true crime, immediately I do. I think, like, the heinous crimes of, like, right, murder right, 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 right. and, uh, you know, like, um, I don't know. What else is a heinous crime? I mean, th- I mean like, Things abducted you think in of. Yes, sight, ab- abducted, huge, yeah. Uh, a huge one right now, and it's about this man who, unfortunately, I mean, it's so sad when you look at it. I mean, there's a really funny moment in it, and if you've watched it, you'll know. I don't want to spoil it for anybody who's seen it. But at the same time, it's about this guy who basically takes advantage of this little girl, and it's terrible, and it's 
awful. But then there are a lot of crime documentaries that are absolutely ridiculous. Like, yeah, like The Wine. That's crazy. Wine or Tickled. I think it's what? called Tickled, and it's like this guy who clearly is gay. I mean, he's gay. Yeah. But he's pretending that he's not, and then he's, he's created this sort of sport out of tickling and, like, gets men to go <gasps> on camera and tickle each other. And, like, the men are just doing it for money and don't realize that it's kind of used for, like, this sexualized thing. They're just, oh, whoa. <laughs> there's a whole bunch of crazy stuff going on out there, and that's another one. Tickle. People are crazy. <laughs> yeah. Wow. You're right. It does. It makes me feel better about my life. Yeah. I feel great. I right realize now. I'm not <laughs> nearly I'm as not crazy as nearly you thought as you were. crazy as I thought. What a blessing. Or as broke. Listen. Or... <laughs> that's the other thing. That's amazing. I love that obsession. Yeah. All right. So next up, what's on your wish list? My wish list in general, or is yeah, that like how it could I would... be. It could be something specific, like I wish I had a new concealer, or it could be something broad, like I wish I booked the show, or <laughs> I, I wish for world peace. <laughs> I wish for ten thousand hey, dollars for one. Like if we're yeah. going with the theme of yeah. this podcast, I mean. But if we're speaking in a more, like right now, what I wish for, can it be anything? anything. Material? Or yeah. Like, I don't know. I think I'm really at a point, especially because when we get to my happy place thing, which I will explain later on, I just wish that people were more understanding of people. Yeah. I think that would be really big on my wish list. And my parents were so wonderful in bringing me up to accept all people, like, mm-hmm. no matter what. Unless you're, like, a murderer or a rapist or something, to which I don't accept you. Right. But, like, it, you know, accepting all people, trans, gay, LGBTQ, yeah. all of that, black, white, it doesn't matter. My, everybody. And I feel like, you know, a lot of people are struggling right now because there isn't that acceptance and understanding of things Mm -hmm. um, or people not understanding how another culture is or another lifestyle is. And I think that we, I wish that people were just a little bit more open-minded before they cast judgment that they would really try to understand where the the other person is coming from. Yeah. Oh, yes. Amen. Oh, so true. Especially in this day and age. Right. Especially now. Um, All right. So the big question, if you had $10,000 and one day to spend it... What would you do? And this is for me. This is, this not is for like, you. All, all, all okay. you. Because I thought about this. Oh, because, yeah. Because, listen, one, first and foremost, I am a performer, and I said that I identify as a performer. You ask me who I am, and I'm going to tell you I'm a performer. Yeah. Not like a girl. They're like, I'm a performer. <laughs> and a performer has dick. Oh, yes. So, <laughs> the first thing I would do. You're talking about if I had $10,000. If you had $10,000. I would pay off my debt, for okay. one, which would probably be like, $5,000, which is not bad That's considering not bad. all the people who have like student loans, God bless you, and your struggles. I don't. So I would probably pay off like my credit card, you know, when I was in my early 20s, mm-hmm. you know, and got this thing that a credit card yeah. here and all that stuff. I would pay all that off. And then the rest of my money would be used to get like, I know this is so like exactly what you would expect me to say. I would get new headshots. Yeah. I would pay someone to do my reel up right. Because I did my reel on like iMovie. On oh, my I life. do too. We and do you know, you, you whip it up real quick and you just put it on. And luckily, I've gotten booked a lot from this, but I mean, I put it together in like an hour because it was like one of those rushed in between. Like, I'm yeah. just um, The new headshots, I would get that. I would, and then I would probably spend that rest of that money. Um, trying to create something like I just think it's so admirable what you're doing where you've created this concept 10k a day you have this amazing podcast with your best friend and you're like traveling and doing all these amazing things and I just feel like I would like to if I had more money I would like pay like I know a lot of people who have production companies pay Mm -hmm. to like get like a really 
awesome produced version of like me doing something yeah. or you know creating a concept and going along with that. That was 10K oh. Saturday with Alice. <laughs> He's yeah. telling me we are finished. <laughs> you are done. That's hysterical. <laughs> that has never happened before. You have to keep it in. That's basically the equivalent of that big hook in the Apollo. He's like, you've spoken enough. It's already over eight minutes. It's like when the music starts when you're accepting your Tony. <laughs> yes, I'd like and to And you're like, but I'm like, oh, but I'm not. This is my one chance. To- yeah. <laughs> Hysterical. Wow. Okay, um, I will keep that in because, as our <laughs> listeners know, it's uh, it's raw here yeah. at 10K. The realist. That's real. It's real. Um, so back to you. Um, so wait, what'd you say? Your last thing. You'd create a, a producer. You'd have yeah, some sort of really I would create cool... something because I mean, like the goal for all of us is that we want to excel in our craft and be known and make lots of money and impact people. The most important thing is always to impact people. And I feel like my goal right now, and I was talking to Allison about this yesterday, is I think it's so important, um, the idea of representation. Yeah. You know, I was telling her, I was watching the 25th annual uh, Phantom of the Opera concert the other day, and I love the Phantom of the Opera. It was one of my first musicals. I grew up loving it. It is, like, literally one of the reasons why I exist right now doing what I do. But at the end, when they were bowing, and there was over, like, 100 people on stage, including the you know, Andrew Lloyd Webber, all of the production team, the entire cast, all of the past Phantoms, Sarah Brightman, all of these people who made this show possible over the past 25 years, not from what I understood and what I saw, not one person was of color. Yeah. And it was like, look, I'll always love the show and I, and I can't be upset at the fact that, you know, it was created in a certain time and there's a certain type, I suppose, right. that you feel fits this show. But for me, it's like it's so important that so many people of color can see a show like Fan of the Opera and see themselves represented as well. So I would love mm-hmm. to do something where I had the money to create musical theater performances featuring people of color so that other people like me can see that and go, I can do this too. Because yeah. there was a time when I felt like I couldn't do it. And then you have to take it upon yourself to go, well, I'm going to be the person that can. Yeah. And I, you know, and I've, and, and I've worked really, really hard to get to this point in my career where I'm doing all of these things. Mm-hmm. But I would like to reach a broader platform. That's and it only it. takes one. It really It takes does. one person. Audra. Yeah. And there were so many people before, like Ella Fitzgerald, yes. moving back to like Jesse Norman, all of these people. I mean, maybe she, when he come to theater, like Audra was like the one. Yeah. So now if you had $10,000 and you had to give it away... Who would you give it to or where would you give it to? Is there something that's near and dear to your heart? Um, Well, the obvious choice is that I would give, I would love to give all of my money to my parents. Like the goal growing up is that I want to make enough money where I can like pay for them to live their best life. But if I'm putting that aside because I feel like you've interviewed people and I'm sure (laughs) so many people have said that. Um, My other one, and I have it here because I want to make sure that I don't say it wrong. The the thing that's hurting my entire spirit, like, the most right now is that I'm seeing lots of videos of, like, children being separated from their families mm-hmm. because of ICE, because of our president. Yes. And, you know, do, do five-year-old children literally crying into their hands because their parents aren't there anymore, or kids coming home from school and their parents aren't there anymore. Right. You know, or being kept in these detention camps being abused, mistreated. It's, it's one of the most sickening and disgusting things I have heard of and I mean there's a lot going on but children you know so I would probably if I didn't give all my money to my parents I would take the $10,000 and there's this organization called Act Blue where they distribute a single donation to eight different charities in need and some of those charities are like ACLU Kids in Need of Defense and what they do is they fight border patrol abuse immigration policies 
and they some of the organizations hire lawyers to defend these families oh, or to, nice. to defend their rights or to make sure that children are being taken care of yeah which is so important because I just can't see another video it's heartbreaking of, of a child crying because their mom isn't there like mm -hmm. children should never be separated from their parents and I just feel like there are other ways to deal with this issue mm -hmm. instead of building walls and separating and breaking up homes like yep. I just I'm not a fan of that so I would I would give all my money I to, agree to that Me too yeah we love that um, all right last question what's your happy my happy today and I thought about that because I mean there are lots of things that make me happy but my happy today it's a happy and it's a sad, but it's a happy. Okay. And there's a, a little local coffee shop that, because I mean, I'm, I don't live in St. Pete. And so for right. the past two months, I've been staying up here. And I needed to find a place that was my happy place to go, like when I didn't want to be stuck at home. Yeah. And there's this place called the Community Cafe. And we actually have one in downtown Orlando, too. So it's especially homey to me. Um, but particularly today, which is a Saturday, they were holding a drag queen story time oh, at 11 o'clock. Yeah. And what it was was this drag queen would come in and she would read stories, like storybooks yeah. to children. Yeah. And the thing was was that I was coming in these past couple of days to this, to this cafe and they were telling me that they were getting these hate calls Ugh. of this crazy, like, woman. I don't know what state she's in, but just kind of, like, admonishing them threatening them, telling them that what they're doing is wrong, calling them pedophiles and all of this stuff and, 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 and bringing a lot of hate yeah. to something that's supposed to be just light and, yeah. you know, and educational. Mm -hmm. And so they told me that there was going to be a lot of protesting um, at that area, which is like literally one of the happiest, most zen places you can go. Like it's it's such an open, free space for people to go and be. Yeah. And so I actually went today with a friend because I said I'd be there and there were a whole bunch of protesters out front and it was disgusting. Like, I mean, some of the signs that they had were just absolutely ridiculous. And I am an ally. I've always been an ally. As a performer, if you're not an ally, okay. get out of my, it's yeah. not the business for you. Exactly. Because this is all about being open. And so we went through the back um, to enter the place because there was, I mean, I'm telling you, there was a lot. I mean, there were a lot of people that were standing up and defending the rights of the LGBT community, but there were also a lot of just Ugh, horrible people out there screaming sick. obscenities and all that yeah. stuff. But we go in through the back, and when I tell you, and this cafe wasn't terribly big. It was about the size of like a Starbucks, any yeah. normal Starbucks. But it was, not only was it filled, I mean, to the brim with people, but it was filled to the brim with children. Ugh. I love that. Children of all ages, like from the ages of like 5, 9, 10, 11, and they're all sitting around this incredibly beautiful queen. Beautiful <laughs> queen. This queen was beautiful. I don't know her name, and I should have gotten her name, so I could have given her a shout-out. She was absolutely beautiful. I have a video of it, and she's just reading these storybooks, and it is completely harmless. You of know course. what I mean? Yes. My parents brought me up to, like I said, to accept all yeah. people and to love all people, and if they're not trying to hurt you, and she was doing nothing but reading right. A standard, it Showing might as well love. have been redfish, bluefish kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. And, she, and all of these kids were just so enamored and just watching her. And it was a beauty, it was a happy place for me because it was so nice to know that where there's so much hate in the world going on right now, that in this tiny little place, there was so much love. Yeah. They, you know, they had the windows like covered up. And inside though, there were just families, families with their children supporting this queen and saying, we're here with you. Yeah. And I thought that was just, it was a happy place for me. And no matter how terrible things get, it's always nice to be reminded that there is good in the world and to yeah. see it firsthand. And even if it's that little pocket inside that yep. little cafe, surrounded by all of that negativity, there's still mm -hmm. that light inside. Right. It was beautiful. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Oh, uh, thank you. Thank you. For this, spending a few moments with me. Totally sharing. Worth it. 
sharing things in your heart and on your mind. Uh, guys, make sure that you follow Kelly on all of her Instagram adventures <laughs> in theater. Um, and we will make sure that we post everything on our 10K Saturday page on our website. Make sure that you check us out on Wednesday and Saturday. We're always here for you. Thanks so much again. Thank you for having me. You're so welcome. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. That was 10K Saturday with Allison and Lulu. Don't forget, with friends like us, who needs amenities?